I was not recording on any of that, by the way. Oh, I ain't doing it over. All right. Uh, well, because the main thing Sorry, I've been I've been mulling this. I do it all in one take. One shot. One shot. That's like, it. I, I always forget how to um, say, but it's that crusty one where he's like, "Oh, the the is it a poochy one?" Like when he comes in, he just like starts barking off. Oh, lines. and uh, Lisa's trying to record. Oh, the, for, for Lionheart. Lisa Lionheart. Lisa Lionheart yeah. yeah. Yeah, he comes in, he's like, you know, one, ha, ha, two, like, uh, you know, he says, like, like and he runs of off. Stuff. Then as soon as he runs, the engineer's like, okay, Krusty, we already, he puts in like a blank tape, or a reel, already. and then he's like, where'd he go? Yeah, he's it's already, beam, you know. Bada beam, bada boom, I'm done. Bada, yeah, he's like, that's how you do a kid, and he's like, where'd he go? All right, well, I've been debating this for a, a bit now, because uh, I got to get something on Are we my talking chance. about your sex change again? Oh, of course not. That's, okay. I got to save up for that. It's I, a, I thought you were, yeah, you were fairly committed to that. Nah, you know what? Honestly, well, honestly, but VR is making that, like, less uh, necessary. So I think once VR takes off even uh, more. Are you using Snapchat filters, man? Don't use filters. Um, I'm working on it. But, no, no I got to get something serious off my chest because uh. yesterday I took a shower. But Yay! Well, no, that's, <laughs> well, hold on. That's not, that's not the thing. Previous to that was last Friday when I took a shower. Yay! Yeah, it was once a week. Ooh, no, 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 less I, than a week. No, it's just that's the longest time that I can recall doing it. But it was like, just the fact that I could, it's almost like it, it, I got to be careful not to like keep pushing that <laughs> because that is like, well, what else are you gonna do? And everything was fine except for yeah, honestly, if I wouldn't have done it, I would not have like confessed it. But it was like it was eating on my soul. Like I gotta let it out. I gotta let. I gotta. I gotta be judged by it. You know, it's one of those things. Like if you do it by yourself, you're like. Oh, nobody will know. Yeah, that just means you can do it worse. But like, you put yourself on on that like platform. You're like, yeah, don't do that no more. <laughs> so I'm um, I'm missing a page here in seriousness. What's the significance? Like, did your old house not have a shower? It was just bathtubs? No, it just complete. Like after after like a two three days, it just became like, well, let's see how far I could push it. I changed yeah. every day. Yeah, <laughs> but then by yesterday. Well, I mean, you don't have hair, so you don't get I that know. dirty hair smell. Yeah, or so. that oiliness. Or yeah, the oiliness that I'm. Yeah. yeah see, I'm this is kind of bad though, because now it's going to like where I'm gonna start trying to justify. Cause like, well, how long? Should I, I think it's because of the cold period. Maybe that's what. Attributes yeah, you're it. not sweating as much. Yeah, so. but it was like it felt pretty cool, man. I'm, I think I'm getting closer to my ideal dream to be homeless, because <laughs> something about having money and just like being able to just lay. I swear to God, when I see the guys laying on the on the street like that, you're like, man, that's gotta be so freeing, just hanging out there. Well, you'd have to give up sidewalks. What do you mean? Homeless, well, tweakers mostly, but a lot homeless people hate walking on sidewalks. Yeah. They, well, I that's do. where I see them sleeping, though. <laughs> that's okay. So <laughs> they, they like to sleep on there. Bed. <laughs> what? Also, oh, that that's the etiquette. Okay, so I'm I'm taking. I should take notes. I'm learning etiquette. It's like, uh, just don't sleep. You can sleep on the sidewalk. Just don't walk on the sidewalk. Right. Oh, that makes that makes sidewalks are for sleeping, not walking. You know, what? I started thinking about this because I since I haven't showered, but I I saw yesterday too on. My, this happened to me since the last time I remember, but on my right foot, on the two toes, on the big toe and the, the next toe, I have like these black dots on there. Freckles? No, it's just like a, it's it's weird because it's not did like it, a... Did it wash that, off in the shower? No, it, <laughs> well, it's starting might, to fade though. That might be bubonic plague. You should probably get that looked at. You know what? Well, I, I poke, oh, it doesn't man, hurt. he though. came to our house. Uh, well, that's the <laughs> Well, I don't take my shoes off. I'll get the <laughs> Well, I, I do appreciate you showering before you came to our house. <laughs> that wasn't the, that wasn't like the plan, but it worked out. So I'm glad I'm glad for you guys' sake it worked out. <laughs> well, you know it's Christmas and all. You know, it might as well be clean. Oh no! Yeah, start the, start the new year taking a good See, hot shower. My mom used to do that. Like you know, always make sure like make sure you shower like the night or the night of New Year's Eve. And I, so years ago, as a protest, I would not shower on New Year's Eve. <laughs> At least. So you start the new year clean. Well, no, I wouldn't shower just because it's bullshit, you know, because mm. some moms will say, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's why she wanted me to do it. Yeah, like, yeah. shower, so you start the new year clean. But, like, that's bullshit. I'm not going to do that. Just it's, like it's, it's metaphor, man. It's kind of neat. It's The same, do you guys, I don't know if you guys have New Year's traditions, but, like, she has a thing where it's, like, a grape for every month of the year or something. So like oh, eat, yeah, eat 12, 12 grapes. 12 grapes, yeah. I've heard of that before. Well, is that, like, for the new year or, like, to, see, I don't, I don't even know. I don't know. All I know is um, it's a New Year's tradition mainly for the South, but my mom grew up in the South, so oh, she yeah. always did it when when New Year's came along. Is uh, you eat black-eyed peas 
on New Year's Day? Twelve of them? No, just no, no, a, no. a bowl. <laughs> okay, 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 you make you yeah. make a pot of black eyed peas. Black eyed peas with some ham and onion in there, some oh, shit, black good. pepper. It's really good. That's I good mean, anytime. The, <laughs> good. Yeah, yeah. Nothing no, pure no, starch, but um yeah, that's it's, well, it's, no, it's a New Year's tradition it's in black the South. Peas. You're getting a good amount of protein there. Yeah, that's fiber, yeah. High in fiber, low in fat. But uh but yeah, so that was always that's a tra- well, all, it still is a tradition in the South. So my mom always made black eyed peas. It's supposed to be, you eat black eyed peas to bring a good fortune in the next yeah. year. Not sure what the correlation or the connection is, but that's that was always the idea. It's probably something that goes back a couple hundred years. Probably somebody happened to cook them on that day or something. And yeah. like, well, I mean, I think it's that somebody well, lives past black-eyed thirty. Peas, you dry them and they last for. Eight, you know, years. Forever, yeah. I thought I need beans, really, no? Yeah. Yeah. For the most part, they are pretty... Uh, Probably having something to do with an harvest. Yeah. That's my guess. I'm just a shot-in-the-dark guess on that one. You'd have to... I don't know. Find find a food anthropologist. (laughs) Wow. That's a hell of a niche right there. Uh, They do exist. I'm sure. Like, that's the thing where you hear, like... but I've Well, because we used to see them on um, uh, Good Good Eats with Alton Brown. Every once in a while, he would have this gal come on who she legitimately is, was, is a food anthropologist. Wow. I wonder how, like, um, how crowded that market is. Yeah, very much a niche, (laughs) you know. But that could be, like, to her advantage, like, like, where the hell are we going to find a food anthropologist? Like, oh, I know somebody, and, you know, she's premium top dollar. You fly her in or whatever, you know. Well, I think that falls under the uh, larger umbrella of of, uh, anthropology anthropology in general. Yeah, because human existence is no, nothing happens in a bubble. Everything in human existence yeah. is tied to something. Everything else. Yeah, a chain reaction kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, our whole school system was divide. Divi- well, the school system we have in America today was a modified version of what we used to have, you know, decades and decades ago, which was adopted from the Prussian system, which was timed to to the harvest. That oh, was okay. why you got summer vacations off. So you could work. Work in the fields, yeah. yeah. Schools didn't... Not you know, play Nintendo. Schools were, play, <laughs> schools were timed around the time of the harvest because yeah. you needed the children to work the family farm. Mm-hmm. See? And, food, and, food, that's food and anthropology right there. Food anthropology and just a general... Tied in, yeah. All, and nothing happens in a bubble. Everything in human existence... And that's tied. why each generation hates the previous generation. It's like, you made me, you know, that whole walking up and down snow. Like, you hear that story <laughs> now, and you, you know... Walk to school, 10 oh, miles, uh, you know, both ways. Well, now when I hear that, you know, somebody complains, like, well, you did it the wrong way. Like, you mad at me because you, you're an idiot. Like, you know, nowadays we got zip lines. I don't know, we got a... a Helicopter. I'm waiting for teleporters. Not even jetpacks, huh? Yeah, uh, jetpacks have too many, you know, kindergarten kids f- f- losing <laughs> control around, yeah. and headbutt each other. Humans, like yeah. humans don't need that, that, cars. We that do coconut sound cars. when they hit each other. You, you mean humans don't need like explosives? Uh, we, we can't handle four-way stops. We can't yeah, handle four-way stops. Four-way stops. Four-way stop. that's Roundabouts. Only, yeah. That's only two dimensions there. <laughs> two Left, <laughs> right, forward, and back. X and Y. Yeah. yeah. You're trying to give them Z. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you <laughs> mad, you mad, crazy fool, you. <laughs> Don't do that. You know, you're going to have people crashing through houses. Well, see, the big concern with society is population control, right? So populations are, are growing. It, it, see, I've seen studies. You, it's people, not as... If people want to do population control, just go back to natural selection, take off all the warning labels, and work itself out. Yeah. Yeah. Take the warning labels off stuff. You'll have a stronger, smarter, faster species within five years. Oh, no. People years. start suing like crazy. Though. That's the problem. But that, no, that's why. Well, well I'm thinking with the jetpacks, though, you sort of accelerate that, like uh, you know, uh, drowning the gene pool. Cause look, instead of one person, you take one and one smashing each other. No, dude. One plus gonna, one equals zero. You're gonna be sitting in your house eating Cheerios, watching Seinfeld, <laughs> and somebody's gonna come crashing through the freaking roof of your house, man. That's true. Yeah. I don't. I don't need that. I don't need that. I, I as a smarter person, don't need Goomba. Crashing through the roof of my house because he tried to fix his jetpack himself. Uh, doing his little like my mistake, or or better yet, you know, you get something to come off the factory and it has like a, a, a top of fifteen miles per hour, and somebody finds a way to like soup it up, you know, and then you got you got people. Uh, because that will happen. We do that with cars. Oh yeah, yeah. How? It, it's never a question like what's the fastest it can go. Is like what's the fastest it can currently go. And, you know, what's and, the fastest it'll go touch. before it breaks? <laughs> 
And then how can I make it not break and still go that fast? And then go faster. Yeah. Oh, you know what? We should finish the story, right? We're on one of the stories. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Mark Mark's got his going on now. And uh, it, it was the like spaceship spaceship message message from beyond that's what it was yeah. and speaking of messages from beyond lily has decided to join us well that's her interview she'll sing for us she does that space and beyond what message from beyond oh message from beyond no, they're quiet. It's got the somebody being chased by a an alien on the front. Quiet. Message from space. No, quiet. Quiet. See if memory serves. I had just committed us to observing the clouds around the planet. It's like Captain had been zapped. The orbiting cloud. Wow, how do you remember all that? All right. Um, as you're approaching the orbiting clouds, the captain returns to the bridge to reassume command. He seems to have recovered completely. These clouds fascinate me, he says. They are so symmetrically shaped. It's almost as if they were placed there by intelligent beings, perhaps to protect space stations from ultraviolet radiation. The Aloha cruises over the clouds and glides down through them. Great heavens, the captain exclaims. You marvel at the sight before you, a city in orbit, the buildings made of clearest crystal and connected by graceful ramps that soar over beautiful parks. Oddly, the city appears to be totally deserted. This may be where the signals were coming from, the captain says. Will someone volunteer to explore the city while the rest of us survey the planet's surface from the Aloha? If you volunteer, turn to page 17. If you do not, turn to page 19. I'm sorry, I only caught half of that. <laughs> Go back like two lines and just give me the skinny. So, the Aloha is the shit. I just figured that out. I, I, I heard Crystal I Cities, they look abandoned, and... Pretty much, the captain is saying like, hey... We need somebody to explore the city while the rest of us hang back in the safety of the Aloha. Are you as, I don't know your character, but do you volunteer? Or if you do not, turn to page 19. Oh, God. What's this premise for my character? Am I an anthropologist or something? This is not the anthropologist hour. Um, but it's so much fun. You want me to read the, the signals again? <laughs> no, no, no. Black square dot no. nine, blank space. Nine, 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 nine. <laughs> I think you're the... Yeah! You and your four companions. Um, you know what? We're just going to go... Just, never mind, never mind, never mind. You never volunteer. That's the, the key thing. Yeah, From my years of military... Never go first. Yeah. Never go first. So you do not volunteer. Turn to page 19. Yeah? Correct. Absolutely, man. There's no way we're going to volunteer for this. Or no one should. Since no one volunteers to explore the Cloud City, the captain decides to proceed a stationary orbit. The Aloha gracefully peels off from the clouds and arcs closer to the surface of the third planet. You look down with fascination on a green and blue planet surrounded by a blue-white band of atmosphere that merges into the blackness of space. You can see eerie lights flickering around the planet's poles. Computer, the captain calls out. Analysis. Better radiation. Screen 4. In a few seconds, the computer replies... Phenomenon unknown on Earth. Hypothesis approaching antimatter storm. I think the computer's right, Pickens says. And this storm will be far more intense than the one we experienced in space. We may have to get out of here at hyperspeed, the captain says. But I want to find out as much as I can before we do. It's a dangerous situation, but we have a job to do. Someone is going to have to take Signet 1 down and check out the surface. If you say you'll go, turn to page 35. If you decline, turn to page 36. Wow, they're really dicing it on this one. Yeah, and they're really urging you to go down to this planet alone. Well, I'm kind of annoyed how, like, no one volunteers. You know, everyone just sort of shuffled around and looked at their shoes. <laughs> just kind of like... And so, like, the, the own captain is like, ah, nobody wants to go. I don't yeah, know. and if these people know anything about exploration, it's like, you never go one person. That person will die. Buddy system works. Yeah, because at least the buddy system, one makes it. It's the classic. I always love this uh, saying, you never ha you know, have to, in the woods, you never have to outrun the bear. You just have to outrun your friend. Yeah. That's yeah. my favorite. And I know Jay's got bad knees, so I can do that. <laughs> He's got bad knees, yeah. He's like, why are you stretching all of a sudden? Like, no reason. Ah, crud. <laughs> um, yeah, that could be interesting. <laughs> so two guys with bad knees trying to outrun a bear. The bear's just going to be like, oh, God. 
God. <laughs> the bear's just like, heart. hey, hey, I come over here. Heart. I got enough for us all. <laughs> it's like that commercial where those kids are running from the serial killer and they're all like arguing. He's standing right behind him, just shaking his head like, oh, God. Oh, yeah, huh? When they're like, we should get in the car. And it's like, why can't we get in the running car? In the running car, yeah. It's like, are you crazy? They're like, let's yeah. go into the abandoned factory. And it's like, Guys, uh, hide behind the chainsaws. Hide yeah. behind the chainsaws. Yeah. And then the killer just kind of like, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah, so if, we, if I ever do go camping, I'm going to have to take like a mill house with me. <laughs> take a mill house with me. Yeah. Uh, go on without me and, and, and carry take me, me and carry you. me with you. A you know, mill house or an Uter. <laughs> Uter's gone. Uh, what is it? A Uter Toberfest? Or what do they make? No. Yeah. Um, Uter it was just Oktoberfest, but they're eating Uterbraten. Uterbraten. That's yeah. what it was like. You can say he's in our stomachs right now. Like, oh, 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 forget that last forget one. That last one. <laughs> so let's choose, and then uh, we'll we'll stay in suspense. Unless you die, we'll stay in suspense. What are you? What are your suggestions, Beth? Um, you never go. Well, I mean, what would be interesting about staying behind? Other than the fact that you know you probably won't stay die alive, but then die, yeah. you know, what's the fun in that? It doesn't yeah. make for a very good story, now, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Who knows? You could go down there and they'll revere you as a god. You well, know. no, it's abandoned right now. Oh. That's the thing, right? It's There's like, no well, signals. It looks abandoned. <laughs> it looks abandoned. And you know, I'm just you know, it's like. Look I'm at, just thinking of every Star Trek trope I know, and abandoned cities are never abandoned. They're always always somebody there with boy, you know, booby traps and hidden people. Yeah, or people hiding because they're scared of something. Yeah. Well, I know um, this. I know these books like to cut the story short, but I'm just curious as to like, why would they make it where like you teleport and somehow the whole ship explodes and it's so hey, you were right all <laughs> like that seems very <laughs> unlikely. That's my biggest logic. Well, you know, a, a lot of these books have had but very unlikely. Everyone has, every one of our, our instincts has been wrong. So, ah, uh, yeah. So the storm's approaching, and I need to either to go down on this ship and, and by myself or not. And it says that, like, you may have to get out of here, and it looks like it's worse than the the, the storm that I guess. But you survive the other storm. Yeah. And we know, like, if, if your car takes a bunch of hits, it ends up stronger, right? What doesn't kill it makes it stronger. No, that doesn't work with machines. If you pour water in your gas tank, <laughs> just refill it with gas, and eventually it'll, it'll be a stronger engine. Yeah, and you know what? It Do won't... not take automotive advice from Tony. <laughs> hey, aren't you the guy that bought a BMW? Look, we're not going to sit here and discuss my <laughs> well, financial you know, choice. Water is actually a very good cleaner. You know, a little bit of water in your engine can actually help you get rid of the carbon buildup. A little, so, define a little bit. <laughs> uh, three to one ratio, I guess. So if you're willing to drain your engine and do the ratio, no, what are you gonna do? Let's, let's, no, 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 uh, and and the, and the fuel supply. Yeah. Another thing, if oh. you do not take automotive advice when he's got a shitty grin on his face <laughs> from Mark when he's got a oh, shitty grin on, on his face. Yeah, we forget that podcasts are strictly or is not a visual of format. <laughs> so unless you die. You know what? Then I'll um, really, I'm but. taking the shuttlecraft on myself, you know, because the storm might blow up the ship, and I want to be the one that lives. That is very bold. You're, so you're gonna go? I'm gonna go. You're gonna go where no no Mark I'm gonna go <laughs> where no one has dared to volunteer to go before. <laughs> Beth, what what is your take on this? I think you should go down there. I mean, you know, screw that plane. It's safe. Yeah. Man, oh God, no! It's not safe. Well, I think it's playing it safe. Neither, will be neither of the the situations are playing it safe. You're damned if you do, damned if you don't. You might as well explore a new city while you're at it. You never know what you're gonna find. Yeah. Well, with a storm cl- coming, you know, any port in the storm. And it, isn't it they say like you never heard a good story start with like uh, I was I was stone cold sober and in, in the safety of the ship. You know. What I mean? <laughs> I mean, well, in a way, it started like any other day. All right, you're still alive, so we'll cut it there. Drive as any with that's a 
And of course, uh, Marvelous. I'm Mark the Mighty Explorer. Since I'm doing my my books this episode, I'm Mark the Mighty Explorer. Yeah, you're st- you still are. You haven't you haven't uh, died yet. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I was gonna say it's the longest we've gone, but it's we haven't read in like over a month and a half, so it's kind of <laughs> cheap. That's the that's the safest way. We will only go back to the story every three months, no more than that. That's the only way we could survive. Um, Keeps our listeners on edge. <laughs> uh, the one there's only been one that requested the the um, shout out to the little guy's grandma, one of the grandmas. <laughs> I gotta remember to kind of like. Pretend that there's other well, not pretend, but there are other people <laughs> listening. And then, I, like, I never we just sit here and talk, and then I never plug in like my my shows. And I think I was talking to my sister yesterday, like um, the email. You know, like I want to know who the hell's listening to our shows. Every almost every time I upload it within half hour, it shows like two downloads. So that's why I think it's Beth. And I'm always like, Beth, I are don't you really... the weirdo that listened to the show already? <laughs> I don't. No, I don't, either, I, yeah. I don't download quick, it. Yeah. I just stream it from the website. So yeah. well, I mean, it, it's the same thing. I think just as Is long it... as it's played twice. But I mean, yeah. you don't do it within half hour. I don't no, think, right? No, usually I'd be like. Did he upload that today? Yeah. I don't know. I better go check. I usually don't <laughs> say nothing. And now I'm going to have to remember to like to remind Beth, like, can you please put it on Facebook? Because we did get a little bit yeah, more traction. Which is funny. Well, terrible. I thought I thought all the traction was coming from Beth. That's why I thought, like, well, thanks, Beth. No. But I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I did it once and then I stopped. <laughs> That's the funny so part. So I'm like, wow, Beth is... Oh, you know what? Send it to me. I'll do my part. Um, I've, considered... I've started using uh, Parler. What's Parler? Oh, yeah. Um, it's like Facebook, but not ran by the Gestapo. Uh, they're all run by the Gestapo. Uh, it's just like this one's like running by this one's ran by a different. You're, you're a different, different Gestapo. Gestapo. Yeah, you're you're not likely to <laughs> be yeah. sent. You're, you can make the same. I've seen reviews. People putting um, uh, was it a podcast I saw watching is try not to laugh. Uh, I won't use the names. I don't want to get anybody in trouble here. Um, I don't have their permission to use their names. So. Excuse my name. I but he was recently banned. He's been put in what they call, what people started calling Facebook jail. You know, you, you get your, your 30 day or whatever lockout. You're not allowed to post anything or no one's going to see your posts for a while. He's mm. been put on that. He was actually put into Facebook jail for a post he put with a fictitious quote. Well, and, uh, yeah, I mean, without knowing all the specifics. Well, well the, spe- the, the quote he was used was. Um, well, maybe were, write it down. <laughs> I don't know. They were taking George Orwell's book, 1984, yeah. okay, which is about the control of pro- the use of propaganda. Which to is control the fiction, system. by the way. It is a fictional yeah, which, story. <laughs> I like okay. what people get. They're rewriting it to be told from a female perspective. And the quote that was put up there was, <laughs> "I, re- I literally wrote a book to warn you about this." George Orwell. <laughs> it's a fictitious quote yeah. about a book that is a fictitious book. Yeah. And yeah. he put that quote, that fictitious quote up there from a person, you know, and George Orwell's been dead for decades now. Yeah. Right? So it's obviously fake. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. The fi- so he yeah, put like that up there. Book. So it's not like George Orwell's complaining. It's actually said. Well, yeah. no, he, he got locked out because he was trying to warn people about all the bad things that Facebook's doing. So. Right. That, that's why <laughs> oh, yeah. I bring myself to use Facebook. Well, he put that on, he puts that on all of his social medias. He got trouble on Twitter. He oh. got trouble on Facebook. He didn't get tr- in trouble for putting that on Parler. Oh. Parler's, you don't get censored on Parler like you do. Right. You can do whatever right. you want on Parler? I don't know if you can do whatever you want. Um, I'm not saying you should be putting, you know, the, the videos that you look at at 2 a.m. that we, you know... I got terabytes of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The ones with the clown makeup, dude, you should probably not be putting that on anything. You know what's was crazy about those? That all that clown makeup, <laughs> it's all natural. Sorry, uh, I just thought Anything of that involving tentacles should probably not be put on the internet, okay? Um, but, yeah, you're not going to be told you can't put that up there. They're not going to pull a George Orwell on you. <laughs> Yeah, because we know George Orwell. I like those fake quotes because sometimes I see some about like <laughs> like the uh, Marilyn ones Monroe like uh, you can't believe everything you see on the internet. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> yeah. It's usually like a picture of Ben Franklin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They never put yeah. the name, but it's like yeah, I just happen to put this picture. Like I, yeah, I've seen that a number of times. It's usually, like I've seen Marilyn Monroe something about like uh, real women don't use filters on Snapchat or something like that, yeah. and it's always like that's so hilarious. You sit there like you read it on Facebook and you're like, oh wow, they're so right. And you're like. Wait, hold on a minute. <laughs> like, it doesn't make sense. For decades. How'd that happen? <laughs> well, tying that in is not tied in at all, but I kind of, I was thinking about this yesterday where it was like the guilt trip about, you know, not showering for so long. 
But the thing that I remember about those spots that I remember yesterday, they happened to be, and it happened right around the same time period about that worm in my shoe. Remember when I had that? Oh, like I don't yeah. know what it is. I don't know what it is. It's not and a millipede. When you sent, sent us that picture, you're like, there's boot. a snake in my boot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, was, I was like, oh. ew, your boot. <laughs> yeah, she's like, disgusting. They're like, your boot. And it's like, did it look that ghastly? I don't know. I have I don't to. Know. I mean, <laughs> it's one of those scratch and sniff. You just scratch it, and you can smell. Well, my, my I was trying to find a, <laughs> I was trying to find a gift for it, but um, it made me think of uh, in Dragon Ball Z, Vegeta, you know, one of the strongest, you know, fighters in the universe, terrified of worms. Oh, that's <laughs> his, his Achilles. I think they so, came out of the Namek saga because they buried him. He probably had worms in places. Well, like I know Uh-oh. there was. Uh, hey, that's they like, touched on it in the Boo saga because he was when he was inside Boo, you know, he had worms. So. Oh, no. <laughs> that whole sentence was just wrong. If you watch Dragon Ball Z, it makes sense to you. But... So for well, I think um, I have two buddies. That, that looks right. like a millipede, yo. Millipede? That looks like a. It's pretty worm. fat too, though. Millipedes are fat little critters. But aren't they longer than that? Uh, well, see, I told I, I don't know if I told Beth, but like so, or maybe I told someone. But it was so I put on my shoe, my boots. I'm going to work. But so I stood up and as I'm walking, all of a sudden, you know, you could feel like something, some obstruction. So like, what in the hell? So I, I took so my. So you, your foot was in there with it. Yeah, that's Ew. how I felt it. Like I was stepping. Well, I thought like you wanted to put it on. You no, oh it no, 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 no. I put on my boot and I stood up. And you know, I have socks on. Death. I'm not an animal. <laughs> so so I, so, I, so I take a step and I feel it like you know, I feel like there's an extra piece of lint or something there. So I'm like, what in the hell? So I take my boot off and and I shake it like down to like dislodge it. I hold it up so it's it's the boot straight up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, tap the heel on the ground. No, 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 no. The hole's not down. That's why I can see what is it, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. so I tap it so it falls from the, the, the toe, toe of the heel. To the heel. Yeah. And so that's when I fell down and I immediately saw it and I'm like, you son of a, what the fuck, man? So, like, how did that even get in there? And so immedially, because that's the generation we're in, I took a picture of it. Cause <laughs> I'm already late to work anyway. But I go there and, and I throw it out the back. I mean, you may as well because you can't be late twice. Or, you know, oh, I'm on salary, so I can never be late. Oh. <laughs> I got, the, I got, I like saying this because I think my mom has this, but I have what they call that fuck you money, you know? Where it's like, <laughs> you don't have to, hey, you're late, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're fired. Um, I oh, see. That, my definition of that was when you have enough money that, like, you could just walk off your job and not care. Or like the billionaire, like Elon Musk. No, not who's the Amazon guy? The one I could just Bezos. fly off to the moon. Yeah, yeah. They're not worried about climate control. No, but but so I saw the the worm, and so that's from the, my toes. So I'm. This is my theory, right? Maybe maybe it's because I'm I'm on. Uh, oh yeah, sp- yeah, Tony theory. Yeah, those are always good. They're, they're solid. They're solid, I tell you. <laughs> but the worm or the, the, the millipede gave me, like, hibernation powers, and that's why I was able to, like, survive <laughs> that long. <laughs> Have you been out of work because of the holidays or something? Or <laughs> Have I been out of work? Yeah. I've been at home in my tool shed just, like, thinking of theories, you know what I mean? <laughs> Some of these oh, crackpot man. theories you, thought you up in Al- tool sheds, you, you know? You Alex Jones, man. <laughs> Hey, we're, we're two peas of the same... Po- I don't know. I have no idea who that is, but... Uh, Infowars? Oh. Well, what's wrong with him? Or what's like... I don't get it. Why am I like him? Uh, sometimes we have he theories? pretty far off. The, oh, he's got tons of theories. That's his whole shtick is conspiracy theories. But I can show you photographic proof. Can he show you photographic proof? Probably. <laughs> that he made himself on the yeah. internet? Yeah. Look, pretty much, I'm just trying to use that so it doesn't scare me off that I haven't been in the doctor in a while. Because I'm still, I'm still self, you know... Are you still, you know, having to deal with, you know, breaking up with your old doctor? No, that's, that, I'm kind of worried if I have a stalker, but I left that, the Kaiser. I don't have Kaiser no more. Mm. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Might actually live now. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. Level up. <laughs> when I first saw my, the spots on my toes, I thought it might have been frostbite, but it's not that cold, you know? Mm-mm. But gangrene <laughs> is just a, a foot away. All right. <laughs> let's go to the real meat of the story. Yeah, what, what is today's Switching topic? gears. <laughs> That all this took a whole thirty minutes. That was the one episode. But <laughs> on that note, <laughs> on that note, let's talk about the time we're gonna be a rock band. Remember, you guys, mm. in, in the halcyon days of twenty twenty, right? Was that when it was? We were talking about uh, it. Was it? I can't. I can't remember. It's well, been see, so long. I don't think we talked about it on the show, but about a year ago, not to get too much into it, but locally here in Fresno, there's this uh, film festival, and I've heard about it the year before, but I wanted to join it. 
And so we did like the two weeks before it was due. I thought of it, and so I told Beth like, "Hey, you guys want to make a movie?" Yeah, we kind of, me and him kind of got together, worked on the script, and or uh, outline. There wasn't really a script, but <laughs> but yeah, no, within a week, I'm pretty proud. Yeah, of it. because you, we because you wanted to wait till the last minute because you said you worked the best under pressure. So <laughs> see, I don't know, but it. I honestly, I feel pretty proud of what I've made. I will never have a baby, but I do. This is my baby, like this. I mean, we shot it all in like what two hours? Well, no, yeah. <laughs> well, no. This, this is like Ed Wood level production right here. Hey, he's a, a a cold film. You know what? I'm still mad about that movie, The Room. I can't get over how like terrible that movie is. The one with um, oh. is The Room, right? Yeah. Wusso, Tommy Wusso, Tommy Wusso, yeah. And I still I'm still bitter because I like I got bitten twice because I watched that and then the Disaster Artist. So it's like double dose of garbage, you know. <laughs> I thought maybe it was like I got diarrhea from the first one and maybe the other one would like basically give me back to zero. But like no, it just gave me like diarrhea from you know for two days or something it just mm. it just i hated it like it's just as far as cult movie, this is the best part because you know it's it's a lot of people say it's a cult movie like oh you, you gotta watch it's so bad it's, it's one good. Of the, yeah it's one of those ones you the watch because it's could, so bad yeah, yeah the only way i could watch that movie is the mystery science theater no i can't even i i can't put up with it well you went to that with aaron didn't you yeah um, I forget what they call it now. It's not Midnight Showings or something. No, it's two of the guys from Mr. Science Theater. Oh, they're still out there rocking it, and they're doing uh, like live. I forgot what it's called now. Films, hot films, or film spots. Film spots. But it's the same like concept where they talk over like crappy films. Yeah. 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 Well, well, the thing is, but you actually go to the movie theater and yeah. see it and... as they're doing it live. Yeah. 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 So it's uh, um, that between that and nostalgia critic, that's really the only way I could stomach those movies. Yeah, hummingbird came back. Yeah, he was out there like when you guys went out back, but yeah, he we flew chased, away. We yeah. chased it away. We yeah. scared him off. I felt bad yeah. <laughs> from his natural home. But well, this is the thing. Like the, the perfect kind of contrast where you know, kind of, I guess, I give him a try, right? With the height was that, and it was perfectly how we did it a few weeks ago with um, the Rocky Horror Picture Show, mm-hmm. which I've heard that for decades. Okay, I kind of know what it is, whatever, and I actually watched it. Well, not only with my, I don't say I dislike musicals, but like, eh, they're not my cup of tea, but with that much sort of against it, I liked it that much more compared to like The Room, which, oh, it sounds kind of neat, you know, you're so, and it's like, it was so disappointing. Like, it's mm-hmm. such a huge, like, mismatch. Like, I would definitely recommend Rocky Horror easily. Like, I, oh, yeah, for sure, oh, yeah. give it a shot. But The Room's like, no, nah, don't. Don't waste your time. <laughs> and definitely don't watch the disaster artist and, and hope it redeems it. You know what I mean? But no. But that movie I thought was great. That the one we made. It's it's a silent film that we made it. But I think we planned it maybe a month ahead. But we didn't actually get to work till like the week of. Yeah, it was like the weekend before it was due that we shot it. It, well, it was and due Sunday, we, and then we worked on like the the text cards throughout the week. Well, I think I want to say we started like on Wednesday. Wednesday or Thursday were... Well, like, I mean, we were all home, so... What, well, like, weekend, yeah. No, no, but where we made the script, and we kind of revised it, and then you did the title cards. Yeah. Like, Thursday and Friday, and then Saturday we shot it, and then I shot a couple of, like, solo stuff, and, like, basically Sunday was the editing day. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, to me, was, like, pretty cool how quickly we were, like... And it, and, and the thing was, it had, like, restrictions. It could only be a certain time. It was, like, four minutes. Yeah, something like that. So, like, even the, the master edition that I made were, like... It told the whole story. And it was Nosferatu. That, yeah. I was trying to remember what... I don't even remember what movie it was, but it was Nosferatu. Nosferatu, yeah. But, so the story of Nosferatu is... is Drac- It's basically like an um, unofficial Dracula story. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's it's one-off, and it didn't have any rights, and it paid for the rights. See, I wanted to make it, like, all comedy and silly things, and you wanted to make it more, you know... Traditional? Traditional, yeah. So we, there was an interesting mix between the two. Well, that's the thing. I wanted to put a lot more jokes in there. <laughs> but I thought, like, well, see, I don't want it to be where it's just, like, a joke fest thing. I wanted to, if you watch it, it's conclu- It's a story, right? The whole story, it does the whole beginning, middle, end. And then we sort of, a lot of that stuff wasn't planned where we kind of threw together, like, I know, uh, Lily. We threw in here, yeah. like, she had a couple of roles that we sort of. The, the and she, she behaved very well and performed very well for those, so, yeah. 
I think we kind of threw her in right at the beginning of shooting, like we, because we didn't really plan. Because I think I wanted to, but you say we well, don't plan on her because we're not gonna be able to. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, that's how it was. Stand here and all right, lady. When I do that, three, go ahead and walk. Like, yeah, there's no way we're gonna. Well, do you kind of lucked out because you pulled out that video camera, and she loves video cameras, so she walked right up to it and started like jabbering. Oh yeah, that was a, like talking. Scene. Yeah, so like you just used her jabbering as like yeah. It's kind of like herding cats. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You can never, like, even with, you know, us, none of us are, like, trained or nothing like that. It was all sort of, you guys had the costumes or the uh, the, the wardrobe. Mm-hmm. And somehow, it was just the mis- mishmash of it, I feel like it's it came out damn good, especially. Yeah. When, did you guys watch the festival when it came out? No, but you told me that ours was, like, one of the most refined ones there. <laughs> well, well, no, not only that, but, like, I, I can't even remember off the top of my head, but because this was last year, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that was the whole point of uh, sending in your own videos, so you don't go to a theater to watch them because of the oh yeah quarantine. Well, because well, they do they do it's Sweet Fest, which if if you're not aware, it's from a movie or it's it's uh, the Rift Tracks. Yeah, I, f- I found it. The guys from Mystery Science Theater who are still out there doing stuff. Yeah, uh, that Aaron and I went to go see is called Rift Tracks. R I F F T R A X. Perfect. Okay, I thought I heard both, so I thought they were still doing the mystery there's thing. There's the the Googler at work for yeah, you. Yeah, there's a the Googler. The Googler has returned. <laughs> yeah, and they did. We're gonna have to put like a little music sound, so just like a little like crystal, or, like bells. The Googler, like a swipe. They call it a swipe. She's been quiet a while. I'm gonna check on her. But I thought it was pretty cool the way it came out and. You know, it was kind of like Mark was the star of the show. I remember he was almost like in every shot. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, was, I was, he was the main character, so. Yeah, I was the, uh, what's his what's his face? The re- real estate dude. Yeah, the real estate guy. I was that character, so. And then, like, the, I had, this is the the pre-plan work. Some of, the, like, the, the props I had, like, worked pre- on beforehand. Wait, there, I was going to say there was pre-plan work? <laughs> well, like, 20 minutes of me, like, putting tape on those ears, like, yeah. on, on the mask. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, so you remember? Pre-production, yeah. Yeah, pre-production, yeah. But I, I don't know. I, I feel pretty good overall. It worked out well. I mean, the work in post was great. Mm. I, the, I, the, the editing, the cards, your your little the, coffin. Or did you? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. little toy coffin opening. Well, that's the thing where like <laughs> I took worked. ideas as they it came worked. around. Like, is is this gonna win an Oscar? Absolutely not. But would it would it win a raspberry? I highly doubt it. There's no way it wins a I raspberry. I get a few one. tomatoes. You know, a few rotten tomatoes. Oh, I'll take a goddamn tomato. Yeah, one or two. <laughs> It was buckets of fun. It was, you know. Yeah, well, I, it was fun. Well, see, that's why I want. I kind of like fell off a bit. My my little uh, my emotional was not the best for a while there, especially this year. But I want. I had a plan. I don't know if it was immediately after that, but we planned where we want to do a show of. Uh, this is the way it got a different triggered. movie. Yeah. A different movie, and I'm a fan of these. And I guess I haven't really talked to you guys about it, but you you guys seem a fan of those because it's comedy based, but uh, mockumentaries, mm-hmm. right? Where like you take a concept that's okay in yeah. all seriousness. Yeah, Spinal, Spinal Tap, Tap Mighty yeah. Wind. Yeah. Well, of course, in Spinal Tap, since we I had an idea for like a music band, it's Spinal Tap is like 99.9 percent of the of the of the what do you call it um, motivation for it. It's almost. Yeah. Well, I mean, they are the, that is the archetype of the mockumentary. Yeah. I think they're yeah. the first ones to do something like that. Well, the that. directors, they have, like, you know, they have the dog show and best in show, and they have, like, uh, the one I, I only seen, I think, this year, but the one where it's, like, um, what are they, like, those bands, like, um, what do they call those, like, uh, folk singers, folk bands. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Mighty Wind. The Mighty Wind, yeah. yeah the Thamesmen. I don't remember the names of the bands, but it just... That, the, the... that was the folk band that was the guys from Spinal Tap. Oh, really? Well, no, they were mixed because they were different ones because I remember they were like different bands and stuff. Well, they changed their name a few times. Because they're like the, the group that like that, like broke There's up. There's the New Main Street Seniors. Yeah. And um, Mitch and Mickey. Yeah, it mostly revolved around Mitch and Mickey. Was, was that the ones yeah. that were bitter? Like, there was one like, because one went yeah, the famous. One that was, um, yeah, the one that was uh, <laughs> Catherine O'Hara and Eugene Levy. He was like hopelessly in love with her or something. No, no, no they they like kind of hated each other, but you know, for nostalgic. Well, sake or while they were big, they were in love with each other. You know, when but when the the mockumentary was being made and they're trying to reunite all these bands, yeah, they're like it's like they hated each other. <laughs> well, I was trying to like make that concept. The, no, the thing right. I, I'm sorry, it was the folks. Folksman, yeah. Folksman. Where did folks, I get Timsman at? Then? I don't know. It's, it's like, mm, don't ask me how my mind works. Uh, 
The Googler, that's why you have the, the phone at, at hand. Yeah. Was there a Tinsman in this movie? Well, it, the thing that kind of triggered it, and I think, Beth, you hadn't heard of this either, too, but it was like a band. I can't remember. It was like, I can't remember what my fake name was either now. But it was like a band that they made in Disneyland right mm-hmm. after uh, Star Wars. like the Helix. Helix. Helix? Helix. He, he, was it Helix or Helix? Helix. I think Helix was Well, Helix was... Helix was the band. Yeah. And I think Helix was our... See, that's already where, like, kind of... Not the crux, but sort of, like... I guess that just gives away the... the Oh, yeah. He actually found something about Disneyland that I didn't know (laughs) and sent it to me. And it's music-related, so that's the only way I probably had the one-up. But it was, like, a a summer, I think it was. Yeah. 1981. It was a summer, um, I guess, production or something. Trying to... Yeah. You know, get off um, Strike While Iron's Hot as far as Star Wars of like, I mean, they had a Chewbacca character playing bass, yeah. I think. It was yeah. like a guy covered in a... Uh, yeah, uh, it was it was supposed to be Chewbacca, but it wasn't Chewbacca, it, you know. And I remember they, they were all terrible, right? It looked like this is real bad, but it, um, the main singer, you know, she was like the... From what I remember, like the band, you know, she was like uh, the the talented one or whatever, mm-hmm. and so yeah. she she tried to like to chase that dream, and she ended up like you know falling terribly. And all the guys, like, you know, just... It was basically just to make money, but it was... Yeah, it was just a gig for them. They were like, yeah, it was cool. It was fun, but, you know, it had its time. But she tried to make it more. She tried to make it more, and it... She actually got a couple record deals dangled in front of her, so she was kind of holding on to that, waiting for that to come through, and it just never did. The Mm -hmm. record... Wow, you guys remember... (laughs) I I remember that, We watched the whole documentary. Yeah, it was... Yeah, it was... Yeah, yeah, that was was a fascinating thing. And everyone else moved on because she was the only one offered a deal. Yeah, yeah, she was the only one that had talent, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, she she kind of had that Joan Jet vibe look at going. Yeah. Yeah. It was hot. Oh, that was a yeah. That was the style. It was a style. It was the time. Style all the time. Yeah. Like tying an onion to your belt. All the other guys looked like you know. All the other guys looked like you know aliens. You know, they had the guy built into the wheelchair. He was a robot. Oh, that's the one I remember. The guy. Tom Rillum or something like that. They turned his name backwards, and that became his character's name. And that's the one he hated it because the costume was like so unwieldy. Yeah, I think he was the keyboardist. Yeah. Keyboards. He was like the R two D two, right? Yeah, and then there was yeah. that like really uh, that that guy. He didn't really play an instrument. He was just there to perform. He was like this little alien dude that kind of did all these stunts and tricks and <laughs> crawled all over up and down walls and stuff. Yeah, kind of a Jawa looking creature. Yeah. So I mean, the rest of those guys, they, they, it was going to be impossible for them to get a. Get they were just replacing. They were replacing. They weren't even what you would call a face character. Yeah. She was really the only face character. I mean, it, yeah. most bands, you know, they stick together because you know they formed as friends and they say we're going to do this. This was like the monkeys. They were auditioned thrown and thrown in there. Yeah. You know, for their talents, they were never really meshed as a band. So yeah. that's why it didn't really. Do it more. It didn't hold together after yeah. this, when the lights went out. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure they were just supposed to be, you know, Disneyland. So they were just supposed to be like little characters to play once in a while. But mm-hmm. she was, you know, trying to live. It's all like she, 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 yeah. They dangled record contracts in front of her, and then the then the contracts pulled out. So yeah, when it just when broke her. when immediately, like, of course, she's you know wasn't gonna follow through that fame. But yeah. my idea was sort of like to well, definitely not make it that tragic. But <laughs> the mockumentary was gonna be where we were creating a band and just kind of throw tropes in there. But we never got past any like even the the. I think we stage. well we started to. Like, think about, like, the first couple of scenes. Yeah. And kind of scripted that out somewhat. And then, yeah, it just kind of faded, fell, away. faded away, fell by the wayside. Things happened, got put on the back burner. <laughs> yeah, I remember, uh, I, I was, you, you found a bass laying in a trash pile. You went to or pick a guitar. it up. guitar. Guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah trash you're. Pile. And you. But to pull pick it up, and that's where, like you pull me out of the trash bag. Yeah, because like, you were you were homeless. Yeah, and... see, that's yeah. kind of one of the ways. Like I started sort of structuring like the the framework of it, where kind of have individual like gags, and it sort of it still ties in. Because I, I had I don't know if we talked about it, but I had the overarching idea how it was going to kind of end, but it was going to tie mm-hmm. into that to that concept. And and Lily was going to be the lead singer, but she was like just this totally. Total prima, prima donna. Yeah. She wouldn't talk to the rest of the band. Like we never even see her. We would yeah. just already sort of like, like acknowledge her, or it'd be a lot of quick like 
pants and like we're she just like, about to catch her but she like we just missed her out of frame or something or like yeah somebody else talking for her or something <laughs> her manager yeah we yeah. need somebody to stand in passing notes yeah, yeah the, the classic passing notes can like um can you can you move like to the next chair or something or just, um... be like um that character from avatar oh. uh oh god i can't remember the, the dude with the arrows he never says anything Long shot. Long shot, yeah. He never never says anything. It's like, never. what do you think, long shot? And he just kind of gives them this look. They're like, I can respect that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's like they could totally the only time he speaks is yeah. in a what, dramatic the last time you see him. Yeah, the last oh. time you see him. Oh, and it's cool. a dramatic scene, but um but yeah, he ne- he never talks. Whenever like they say something, they look at him. It's like, yeah, you're right. I should think about it this way, not that way. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's, just understood. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think there's a show too where there's a character like that where like oh I think that that's oh, a harkening back to old actors uh through the 80s 60s 70s back you know a lot of older actors would speak with their eyes well no, no I'm, I'm trying to think of a character oh, specifically so where needed that. where the oh, character yeah. like well, talks in an unintelligible way and somebody goes like yeah you're right I don't think we should Oh, what? And, like, nobody else understands. You're going to think about it when you're halfway home. Damn it. Well, I mean, that's that's Chewbacca and R2-D2 right there. Well, at least they have sounds they can yeah. do, well, too. No, well, yeah, but there are characters like that where they kind of mumble, like, and then it's all like, yeah. Oh, man, it's bugging me, like... Boomhauer? Yeah. That's Boomhauer. one, but it's, it's still a different character. But, yeah, Boomhauer. I said, yeah. Or, like, there's, there's what, an old man, Hanna-Barbera cartoon, uh, The Hillbilly Bears. Oh, Paul. And you can never understand what Paul says. He just mumbles. <laughs> Did it have, like, that Cajun style? That, that like, oh, they were hillbillies. Uh, well, oh, yeah. But I, I like the Florida hillbillies. They got that, that Cajun. Oh. <laughs> man, I'll tell you what. Like, uh, dang. It's kind of like Boomhauer. Yeah. It's, it's Boomhauer. <laughs> but we'll just say Boomhauer. You'll, you'll think it. of it when you're on your way home. And... Yeah. But so it's still it's not. I started kind of picking it up because that that um. So they do that um film festival every year, and I wanted to do one this year, but I kind of couldn't think of a concept either. And I don't even know if they did it honestly. Not forget to check. I it. think I remember you mentioning it like, yeah, you guys want to do another movie or something like that, and we're like, dude, we got all this stuff going on right now. So I think I was in the process of getting Lily in school, dealing with all her IEP meetings and stuff like that, so I was like, yeah. not right now, dude. Yeah. I got so much going on. Well, see, okay, so I guess this is going to be the, the, oh, I completely, we didn't. We should need to wrap this up in like 13 minutes, but so, not only that, because this is the best way that I work, I stack on the pile, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I have an idea for another movie that I came... Once I was thinking about this, like, hey, we should talk about the movie, I thought of, I came across another movie to do. One, I feel like if we could do kind of... Uh, that'll be our niche, but like, let's do... If we could do, like, line Or not lines, but just um, a volume of silent movies. Mm-hmm. To do silent movies. Because one... So they are easier. <laughs> yeah, because my... my, my worst part is dialogue i don't want to sit there like have to like talk 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 like if we could condense ideas into like sentences that's what we want lily what do you think about making more movies you were in the movie too you know okay Mm, i disagree (laughs) i think she makes a point man (laughs) i don't know because I think I don't think we could be sued for that because it's Nosferatu did it. Why don't can we do it? Well, this is I'm sure you guys heard about the classic um, book or the classic story of McTeague, right? What McTeague? You guys heard of the classic story of McTeague? Well, it's it was published and they made a movie out of it, but it's a story of a couple. Uh, it has jealousy. It's got greed. It's got poverty. It's got violence. It's got all the makings of a, of a cinematic classic. But I'll kind of outlay it real quick. Uh, Matig, it's based off this one guy, right? So he's a dentist. I, I don't know why I describe it like this. He's a dentist of limited intellect from a poor miner's family. But he opens a shop in San Francisco. So we already got locale set up. Um, and he has his best friend comes to visit. And this is where it gets very like uh, 18th, uh, 19th century. I say what era here. Yeah, it's very 19th century. His best friend comes along with his cousin who he is trying to court. So this is back when, you know, cousins were, were all the rage, right? Because everyone has that attractive cousin. We've seen, uh, what is it, Shelbyville? Shelbyville, yeah. Because <laughs> they're so attractive. And marry our cousins. And marry our... Why would we do that, Shelbyville? I thought that was the whole point of <laughs> I won't live in a city where we can't marry our own cousins. <laughs> well, the, to kind of spare the story uh, of, of... Incest. Of, Not just for the aristocracy anymore. 
Hey, it worked for the for the Kaiser. It was the, the song we were listening to last night, the Hillbilly Christmas. It's like you could buy one gift and have your your wife and your cousin covered. <laughs> <laughs> well, so his friend brings it along, but so McTeague is working on her teeth and he becomes infatuated with her. Right, he falls in love with her, and so he asks his buddies, like, "All right, it's kind of he doesn't say this, but it's kind of weird, dude. Like, I'm not her cousin. So anyway, he he steps aside. Well. She ends up winning a lottery ticket, and that's where the whole jealousy comes across, right? Because the cousin is like, hey, man, that was my money before you came along. And so it becomes a, a tale of jealousy, and I don't, I guess, eh, who cares about the story, how that ends, but... You'll have to send us a synopsis so we can read it in depth yeah, later. Is that, so. is that Spark Notes? What you got there? Well, no, I'm still going through the paragraphs. Um, oh, Lord, that's a lot of reading. Oh, okay, it's Wikipedia. Was it a TLDR? <laughs> Too long, didn't read. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, oh, is that what that reads? Is that what that means? I didn't re- finish reading it. <laughs> yeah. What does TLDR mean? Can somebody you summarize that for me? To like, you know what? You lazy shit. Yeah. That's, that's how I think whenever somebody says that. It's like, just read it, damn it. It won't kill you. Can somebody D- a TLDR uh, Shakespeare for me? I'm never going to read it. So, yeah. Well, Shakespeare is different. You have to understand uh. what the hell he's saying. So Shakespeare is overrated in my book. Um, that's what we are always saying. Yeah. There, I mean, only in a handful. I can count on one hand the times where Shakespeare has actually enhanced my life. Most recently, that uh, Patrick Stewart on Sesame Street. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> in and of itself is great, but I think it's a little bit better if you know that that's Hamlet. <laughs> well, it's Patrick said, Stewart in this, you know, <laughs> medieval yeah, he's garb. In, yeah, he's in Shakespearean garb holding a, a B. A and big he's letter doing B. The, uh, oh, okay, alas, okay. poor Horatio. I knew him well. He's See, like, a bee or not a bee. He's <laughs> holding so... a block of, you know, a block letter B. Well, See, it's, 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 it's great. If you also, like me, or like us, agree that Shakespeare over, overrated, it, that, well, that thing that saves those, like, you got Patrick Stewart and you got Sesame Street and you got knowledge, yeah. like... If the only negative thing is is Shakespeare's like, hey, that's not bad, you know what I mean? I, can take it. Red I think Hamlet? I think you I have know. to take Shakespeare with you know the grain of salt of the time period. Well, isn't it to me? It's one of those things where like people, you know, snobbiness attitude, where they act like, oh, you don't understand it is because it's, it's above like, you. Like, yeah, no, it's it, because I can't understand a damn thing he's saying. Yeah, didn't he make up the language? Like, half of that shit is he made up. I can make up half of a goddamn book and tell people, like, oh, yeah, if you don't understand it, it's because you're, you're beneath yeah. me. No, yeah, it's because I, mean, I am... It worked for all on Hubbard. Oh, there you go. Uh, you know what? <laughs> that is own, a perfect... He got his own religion out of it. <laughs> damn. I, yeah, that's not bad. All right. Note to self, start religion. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what he always said, you know, and interviews like about his books and they're like where do you see yourself going from here he's like i'd like to start a religion that's where the real money is <laughs> and oh so man he did, and people bought into it hey that's you know what that's something to look forward to the 2021 i have thought before of like i wonder if i could start my own cult and not even like some you know well, i mean don't don't kill a bunch of people yeah I mean, i'm not, not saying right away well, no, I don't want to kill, like, a bunch of people or, like, take advantage of them, you know, like, financially or sexually and all that stuff. You'll never make it. Well, I just <laughs> don't want to, like, do nothing, and I want to have enough money to cover, have that fuck you money. <laughs> Would you, by chance, need a messiah? So, no, but I'll take them sacks of money. Should have stayed with, should have stayed with the promise keepers. See, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a, yeah, that's a good um, um framework to do, but. See, starting a religion is a little bit like building an empire because it, it is very much the same way. And the only way yeah. that's ever done is by taking advantage of other people, putting your boots to them. Well, I could do that. Just like, don't... Well, even if you're not putting your boots to them, you're manipulating their mindset. Yeah, you have to be willing to admit me up like... I just realized I made a huge mistake by like this tr- frame of thought here because I have to wait till I grow my audience enough till I could convert that into a cult. Yeah. Oh, I totally messed up. So now everybody listening is going to be like, well... I'm not going to do as he says because he's just trying to like send it's like me a that, dollar. that guy down in Florida who's got a bunch of people convinced he's the reincarnation of Jesus Christ. Jesus is that, Miranda. Was that in Florida? I think it was in Miami. <laughs> mm. That's such a Florida thing where you can fool people just by saying, well, my name is Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> That's too easy. So he, he told them that he's the not the second coming, but the reincarnation of Jesus Christ. So and people believe him. 
him. I mean, there was at least five Jesuses in <laughs> high school graduating class, man. Come on. Yeah. Jesus Rodriguez. Jesus Fernandez. Jesus, yeah. Gonzalez. Jesus Smith. <laughs> Garcia. Garcia. There was. A... Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, okay. Living in this neighborhood, if you walked up to a Hispanic kid at Roosevelt High School, at least yeah. then. There was a good chance his last name was Garcia or Hernandez. <laughs> Go into any food co, you know, any grocery store around town and just get in on the loudspeaker and say, like, can Jesus come to the front? And if you don't have half the, the people crowd to the front, you are not in Fresno. Go to the Vallarta. <laughs> right there. It's Cedar and Dakota, man. This Cedar is, and Dakota. You know, I'm going to write that note. This is thinking small, right? The guy that's trying to take over that, oh, he's the reincarnation of Jesus. What if I take over the Jesuses? That'd be unstoppable power right there. You there you go. Get all the Jesuses or Jesuses, <laughs> yeah. you know, part of your cult. Don't try to get the followers. Get the leaders of the followers. There you oh, go. man. I, I oh, man. Oh, write that down. That's how you take over That's the world. That's a million right dollar there. idea. Take over <laughs> followers. Take over leaders. CIA. <laughs> Capture take, all the Jesuses. Take over leaders, not how followers. Do, wait, how do you pluralize Jesus? Jesuses? Jesus. 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 <laughs> Jesuit, Jesuit. I think that's the French. Jesuit, Jesuit. I am Jesuit. Jesus. Oh shit! Wow. On that. Oh, note. now we're crossing into the land of Gaul. We're getting into French. Jesuit, Jesuit. Look at you know what? Play that up. The uh, the French. They have always seen themselves as the uh, the holders, of the the safeguard. Well, of yeah, because when what? Mary Magdalene oh. fled, she mm-hmm. went to what is now France. Wow, we are getting really deep here. Also, Let me through the uh, the Middle Ages, after the fall of Rome, France, most of Rome became uh, fell to uh, uh, the Ostrogothic forces and a lot of pagan forces. Paganism was in the was on the rise Paganism's through the fourth and fifth centuries. You know, four hundred four fifty Western Rome falls. All that time period right there until about 600, yeah. 600, 700, a lot of uh, areas reverted back to paganism, except for the land of Gaul. Hmm. They saw themselves... The Gaul of them. Yeah, the Gaul of them, not to revert to paganism. They held on to their <laughs> Christian beliefs. And that was one of the things that allowed them to draw a lot of power. Uh, Charlemagne... I have heard that, yeah. Yeah, when he drew a lot of power was he was gathering Christians, said, gather here... Christian's army. Raised a Christian army, yeah. Oh, that's where that comes from. See, um, actually, no. Well, the term "onward Christian soldier" and all that—that that comes no, from the Crusades. No. Yeah, yeah, no. But I remember like hearing about like Christian army. Yeah. Oh man. Well, that's gonna be the tagline: twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two, the year of the cult. That's gonna be my life goal: start a cult. <sighs> Too late for me. I'm already a member of uh, several cults. Yeah. Hail, foamy. <laughs> no, we're gonna start. Oh, man. That's why I've been gathering all my alien stuff so I can start getting people, you know. Um, let's all meet at Roswell. Hand me $100 bills. And as I as I drive away, go ahead and brush <laughs> 51. Oh, man. You know, like most of culture, America's culture elite, I worship Pan, the good god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a good note. You know, we might have to go back to the movie because, wow, that's, that has really been illuminating. I am really, like, pumped about... <laughs> That's a good way. We're this is gonna be like I don't know the, the first week of the new year, but yeah. we are wrapping this up in the last week of the year. So, twenty twenty two, the year of the cult, guys. Say with me. That's the year of the cult. The year of the cult. Okay, we gotta get on sync, but we're gonna be. We'll work on that. It'll be see, part of our cult. You know what? <laughs> just, just remember, the only thing that separates a cult from a religion yeah. is government sanction. And government sanction is given by the amount of followers. Mm-hmm. That's why Jediism is considered a legit religion it went from a turbo nerd thing to an actual religion hey um um the what is it the, the religion of the dude the Lebowski. Uh, Lebowski. i had what? a diploma i i i gotta look up i was an ordained minister from the church of the dude or something like that yeah <laughs> you can pronounce i gotta look it up it's probably yeah. my email somewhere like 10 years ago but i stumbled across it and i was like heck yeah you just do I you guys all get together and at once say the dude abides no i need to, <laughs> i need to print that out so next time when i'm around the neighborhood in my bathrobe i guess like hey it's a religious <laughs> you know thing. yeah going to the grocery store to buy milk and or cream or whatever is in a white russian <laughs> at the very least it'll excuse me pissing all over people's rugs i don't know <laughs> On it's that really, rug, man. Oh, it really brought the room together. Your fucking rug, man. Yeah. Fucking rug. <laughs> it pulled the room in or something like that. 
really yeah, tied, tied the, the room, room together. Tied the room together. <laughs> Bam! On the fifth try, we got it. On that note, is it Tony Shaw, your drive ass <laughs> cult leader? <laughs> well, I mean, I am the supreme deity, so oh, wow. <laughs> there he goes. Guys, it has been um what is it, preordained? What is it? It's like, uh... been an enlightening episode, that's right. <laughs> and so it came to pass. And so it came to so pass. Came to yeah. Pass. Yeah, oh, we're gonna have to. We're gonna yeah. stick it to Jay every once in a while. It's all it came to pass. <laughs> we're gonna have to do some subliminal shit like all the time. Was like, yeah, the leader is great. The leader is good. <laughs> the leader is good. The leader is great. Leader. Yeah, there you go. That's no, the no, one. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mark the Googler. Mark the Googler and Beth the Supreme Deity. Um, yeah, for real. Check. Send me an email. Who the hell's listening? Yeah. Whoever's out there, if you send me an email to jiveasalien at gmail.com, I will send you a crisp $100 bill. Send one deal, one bill, no, or two. Happy dudes. Send 42 Evergreen Terrace. $100 bill might not be real. <laughs> Void in the year 2022. Or I'll be like, expires 2021, because this show's not going to come in 22. Uh, check it out on Instagram at jiveasalien. And I just might actually do something on Facebook. Yeah, I was going to say, Beth will might post it on here. Stay uh, tuned to find out. <laughs> will it happen? Don't hold your breath. Breath. Ah. <laughs> <Sign> <laughs> <off>. <laughs> Toodles. <laughs>